Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. Hour three, Lori and Julia here on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. You can also catch us on the My Talk app. Lori and Julia in the house. I'm Holly filling in for Rocco for a few days. And uh, again, a busy schedule. Yes. Full of gossip, Hollywood yes. and otherwise. We're gonna we're gonna spend a moment just celebrating one of our favorites. And one of the original men on the men wall and really an original for us, George Clooney. One of the last movie stars of the uh, movie movie stars movie movie stars of the modern era because mm-hmm. Johnny Depp has triple asterisks and Brad yep. Pitt has at least one asterisk mm-hmm. and Tom Cruise has triple asterisks. George has still got a clean George slate. George has a clean slate, no asterisk to his movie That's stardom. Right. So here's a little bit about George. He was born in uh, 1961, May 6th. He's a Taurus. And being a Taurus, you are defined by tact and charm. Which I think encapsulates what we know about George Clooney. Mm-hmm. So he, um, just some fun facts. He just started filming today, um, The Tender Bar, which tells a story about a bartender who grew up fatherless. Um, and he had a quirky uncle bartender. Ben Affleck is starring in this movie oh. that George is producing. And it talks about a determined mom who struggles to provide her son with opportunities and just, I don't know. That's all I know about it. But it started filming today. It's not the Julia Roberts. No, this has nothing to do. The Tender Bar. um, It's it started filming today in Boston. Okay. Okay. So we know a couple things, and I'm just going to ask you guys: true or false on these things, or which is the right answer? Um, Some fun facts about George. He wanted to play in what major league sports? What major league sporting? Um, conference did George Clooney want to play in? Uh, Holly, you go first with the guess. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, how about the PGA? Okay, so golf. golf. Okay, I'm going to say Major League Baseball. It is baseball. Right. Why? He, he was um, mm-hmm. recruited but never hired by the Cincinnati Reds. Mm-hmm. Now he grew up his... I can see him in baseball pants. Exactly. He yeah. was a big... A yeah, yeah. Mullet. yeah, He was a sure. big high school athlete. So he was born in um, Kentucky, but his dad was an anchor, a TV anchor, and they moved to Cincinnati, and they moved to um, St. Louis, and then he ended up back in Kentucky kind of for most of his life. He um, wanted and did study journalism when he went to college. He went to two different colleges, Northern Kentucky University and University of Cincinnati. He does not have a college degree. Mm -hmm. He... um, 
got into... But he did that great movie, Good Night and Good Luck, about yep. Edward, Edward R. Murrow. Yep. That was great. Yep. That maybe was a passion project of his from his journalism. Could have been. Um, he, this is kind of a good factoid about him, is that he was originally trying to get cast in Thelma and Louise. Oh, in the, in the, in the Brad Pitt part? In the Brad Pitt part. Believe and, it. And yeah. Woodley, Ridley Scott, you know, directed that. And he wanted to play the grifter, drifter, Brad Pitt. He tried out five times for the part, but ultimately lost it to his future friend, Brad, Brad Pitt. Wow. He got his big... Because they're like the same age, basically. They are the yeah. same age. And um, he said he didn't even want to watch the film when it came out. He had so many strings of rejection when he was first trying out. He got his big break, you know. He was is that considered Brad Pitt's big break, yeah. Tom and Louise? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And um, he lost out that role. He also was at one point to star in Jack Frost. Do you guys remember oh. the snowman that Michael Keaton played? Oh, that was re- weird and awkward. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good okay. Thing. So he was originally supposed to be in Jack Frost. I liked Jack Frost. Of it was a kid's did. movie. Of course. It was a did. kid's movie. I liked uh-huh. the snowmans. I liked the, <sighs> the snowman had eyebrows. I, yeah. I know. I didn't Lord. care. Okay. But he got out of that because he was cast in Batman. Batman and Robin. He also um Batman with the nipples. Batman with the nipples, exactly. <laughs> he also um was the very first guest star on which of these television talk shows the arsenio hall show the ricky lake show or the rosie o'donnell show you go first Rahul. look at how she puts I'm the going, pressure on you, you i'm going it? with rosie o'donnell okay Lori, what are you gonna say um i'll go with arsenio it was rosie o'donnell it was okay. and he walked out and he's so skinny and looks so young and he's on er it's 1989 and he um, walks out with a dozen long stem red roses still in their cellophane wrapper with yeah. baby's breath and gives them to Rosie. Oh. And she looks so da- darling and cute. And I always thought her first guest was Tom Cruise because she loved her Tommy, mm-hmm. if you remember. But mm-hmm. it was George Clooney. Of his movies, what do you guys think? He, the highest grossing movie that he was ever in made $274 million. I've got his top 10. We're talking about George Clooney, if you're just joining us. What do you think was his top movie gross grossing movie ever? Ocean's Eleven. Allie? I'm going with Lori's answer. Okay, you would think, but it was Gravity with Sandra Bullock that grossed two hundred. Oh, he was barely in it. I, he grossed two hundred seventy-four million dollars, and the Ocean's Eleven was a million hundred million off of that. Wow! So Ocean Eleven, Ocean Twelve. Ocean 13 went from 183 million being the first one to 125 million to 117 million. But in there was another movie that he was starred in that made good money. Any guesses? Uh, the, it had a boat. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Mm-mm. No, it's oh, the, the one, one with the, yes. the sea. Yes. 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 Based on a book. Yes. yes. Yeah. The Captain. Yes. The Perfect Storm. The Perfect That's Storm. It. And that gross. That's a good movie. Yeah, that was a good movie. Sad. Yeah. Sad. And then just to finish out his movies, Batman only made $107 million. Isn't he considered the worst Batman Pretty ever? Much. And he yeah. laughs about it, I think. It Pretty is. much, I think yeah. so. And then Tomorrowland, which was filmed in New Smyrna Beach, Larry made $93 million. And then Up in the Air, which I love with Mia, um, what was her name? 
Uh, Vera Ver- Ver- Farmiga. Yeah, I loved that movie. And then the other gal. Yeah, and then the Descendants for- and then Monuments Men. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't really, his biggest blockbuster. Leatherheads, that was not a good no, movie. No, that was filmed in Duluth. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of his other interesting things, he hasn't been. Yeah. He does hold the title, um, the Academy Award record for receiving six different nominations for six different roles. Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Director, Best Screenplay, Best Supporting okay. Actor, Best All Actor. Right. Those type of things. He holds the record. Yeah. Um, He's he, a triple threat. He is a triple threat. A, no, a sex templates threat. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, he's related to which president? Washington, Roosevelt, or Lincoln? Ali? Thank you. I'll go with I, your guess. I love that I, you're relying on Hollywood. Yeah. I'm going with geography in my mind, and I'm going to say that he's related to Lincoln. It is. Yeah. He's a half cousin, five times removed. Oh, just that. so See, they, they could right, get That's married. how you got on Jeopardy, Holly, by just doing that kind of logical thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very. Thank you. You're right. Yeah. I She's right been about on Jeopardy. I hope but, to one day. We right. know you're going to get there. Um. So he was in charge of one of the producers on Ocean's Eleven. And the year is 2001, and he'd already cast um, Matt Damon and Brad Pitt, okay? And they were trying to think of who they could else get, who was a big, big name. We're talking 2001. And everyone said, you got to get Julia Roberts to join our franchise, because they knew it was going to be a franchise, mm-hmm. and they wanted her to join. Well, he didn't know her. Oh, really? And at the time, she's making $20 million a movie. Right. 2001. He says, so I remember who Julia was. I knew who she was. I didn't know her. I'd never met her. And she's making $20 million of film. And we just talked Brad Pitt into doing Ocean's Eleven and Matt Damon into doing it. And we wanted Julia. So I put a $20 bill on a script and sent it to her. And I said, I hear you get $20 a picture now. <laughs> That's and pretty funny. She read it, loved she read it. it she loved it. it. She was in them. So and now she, she acts like she invented them. She's so proprietary about him. She really is cute mm-hmm. about him. Well, it's cute too. Yeah. And so we know that they have been um, there. We was announced a couple of weeks ago that they're going to be making a movie, Ticket to Paradise, a rom com. A rom com. So and the last time, so they starred in the Ocean movies together. They also starred in 2016 in Money Monster. Oh, I like that movie. Remember, I don't think I ever saw that movie. But this is a bonus point, Holly. If you look up at Lori right now and don't look at your computer, who directed that film? Which movie? Money Monster. That's Jodie Foster. Yeah. That's right. Remember that? I I forgot that she did, but I I like that movie. It was kind of a heist. It was a heist Heist thing in New York City. Mm -hmm. In New York City. Is there ever going to be an ocean where they have Danny Ocean and his sister played by Sandra Bullock? Why don't they do that movie? Because it'll be interesting because I just rewatched Ocean's 8, which was the woman cast, female cast. So good. And at the end of it, and at the beginning, she, she is visiting visiting his gravesite. So it'll be interesting how they do that together. Oh, mm-hmm. she has a martini. But but remember, maybe Danny Ocean. We never know. We never know with him. Maybe he decided to you know stage his death. Yes, we never. He, you didn't ever see any body or anything like that. No, I would love to see that movie too. I would too. Okay, so we're there's all these talks about all the memorabilia sales going on everywhere. Okay, so if you wanted to get a signed Ocean's Eleven movie script that is signed by Matt Damon and George Clooney. How much do you think it'll run you? 
How many of them are there running around? I'm not telling you. Uh, uh, 800,000. All right, this might be our script we buy. Oh, I'm going low. I'm going to say under $10,000. Okay. It's 654 dollars. I'm almost positive. <laughs> wow. Unless I read my zeros in the wrong place. Somebody needs to get on that one. But it would have been like, think how much if it was all, if it was signed by everybody. Mm-hmm. Why didn't I get the ladies from Sex and the City to sign our script? What? Because we stole it. Well. We snuck in the back door. We were, we were, we were, we were invited it, in. Julie, don't say that we stole <laughs> it. When I was going to give excerpts of it to Newsweek before the episode air, I got into trouble with HBO. Yeah, Legal. I know that. I remember that. Yeah. that. I knew we were in trouble with them somehow. Okay, so he had sworn off marriage. He was married once to Talia, who's married to Sh- John Slattery. Yes. Can't think of her last name. Talia from Sh- Mad Men. Talia. Talia. Shar? No, that's, no, that's Coppola's sister. Yeah, okay. sister. I can't think of her name, but she was on... Mad Men, and she is married to John Slattery, but yes, they were is. married like briefly two years in their 20s. And then he swore it off, and Michelle Pfeiffer and Nicole Kidman both bet George Clooney $10,000 each he would be a father before he turned 40. Mm-hmm. They were both wrong, and each sent him a check. He returned the money, betting double or nothing that he wouldn't have kids by the age 50. We're not sure if. You know, yeah, he paid her anything. With that. Mm-hmm. He was voted. Um, and That's why he dated, you know, cocktail waitresses and hostesses and sort of like he didn't ever really date any mm-hmm. movie star. Uh, he really didn't. He, didn't. he dated Renee Zellweger for a while. Yes, he did. That he was dated, it, but yeah. not a little bit. Kelly Preston very early, early on in her on, thing. Yeah, He owned the pet pig, Max, mm-hmm. for 18 years. It was a gift from then-girlfriend Kelly Preston. Mm-hmm. Max is credited with saving his life by waking him up before the Northbridge, California earthquake, which his house would have been, mm-hmm. you know, demolished in. That's all I got. Well, so there's it's a little been George a lovely Clooney. trip down George Clooney memory lane. We've got to go. It's time for the Dirt Alert. We'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, well, we've got a little bit of this, a little bit of that in the Dirt Alert this afternoon. Let's start with a docu-series that may interest you both, and this would be from socialite Jocelyn Wildenstein. Oh, yes. Cat lady. Mm-hmm. Cat lady. So sources at page six say that Jocelyn Wildenstein is in talks to produce a docu-series about the ups and downs of her whirlwind life. She's I'm here for it. Yeah. I am here for that. Yeah. So when is it coming out? We don't know. So they're just in talks right now. Obviously, her publicist is talking to Page Six because they want the buzz about this project. Yeah. Her publicist, Jocelyn Wilden. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. 
with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Seed's publicist says she really now wants to talk about her life, what drove her, how she built a business with her fiancé, and their craziness of their life together in New York City. I can't wait. Yeah. So right now she's married, or she's engaged, excuse me, they're not married yet, to fashion designer Lloyd Klein. She's been dating this guy for 17 years. She's 80. (laughs) He's 54. Mm -hmm. And this docuseries will cover her life and her life now with this fabulous designer. And she got all her money was she was married to Wildenstein, the art the art gallery people, mm-hmm. I believe is where she gets her she got like you know one hundred and fifty million dollar divorce settlement yep. or something like that. Well, no, she received How much? a two point five billion dollars was in Jocelyn Wildenstein's divorce settlement from her art dealer husband Alec Wildenstein. She was married to that guy from nineteen seventy eight to nineteen ninety nine. He died in two thousand eight, and then one hundred million dollars each year. For the following 13 years. So on top of that $2.5 billion, Jeez. she got $100 million each year after that. But here's the thing. In 2018, she filed for bankruptcy. I remember what? seeing that. I remember seeing that. Yeah. And then after that, it was discovered after Jocelyn Wildenstein filed for bankruptcy that she had a, quote, unknown stash of cash. Uh-huh. Under her bed. <laughs> Eight unclaimed funds accounts held by the state comptroller in Wildenstein's name. Wow. Yeah. So there's a lot of funny money Mm -hmm. going on with Jocelyn Wildenstein. Mm -hmm. So maybe we'll get to know her a little bit more in this docuseries. Now, I don't know why this didn't happen sooner than being reported right now, but Reba McIntyre has a new gig. I'm so excited for this. (laughs) And and I feel like she's been on one already. Okay, so Reba McIntyre is going to star in and produce a new holiday movie for Lifetime called Christmas in Tune. The movie's being cast. Production's going to start in the spring. And Reba says of this movie, I'm thrilled to partner with Lifetime to return to television movies. She said, my fans and I enjoy their programming, Lifetime, and I loved watching the Reba show there for so many years. I love, I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. me too. Wonderful. And something else that's been buzzed about, oh, geez, this is one of those things that just keeps on going on forever. The Friends reunion on HBO Max that we were supposed to have last May. Well, uh, David Schwimmer is giving Andy Cohen some of the details on this, and he said that the reunion is going to finally shoot in a little over a month. And And Ellen DeGeneres is not hosting this event. FYI, okay. because she's across the way from the friends Good. set on Warner Brothers. Good. Is it? Are, has the wind gone out of the sails for this project? You know, yeah. I I don't know. I know that that the kids have um, discovered that um, Rachel on Friends that um, a TikToker shared it a couple, oh maybe a month ago that uh, Jennifer Aniston as on Rachel she always clears her throat before yes, she says I, something. Yes. So people are just going crazy that um, that they can't unhear it now that they they that look away. And Lori, I saw this. He went on to show footage of Rachel Green starting. <clears throat> yep. She does the throat clearing. Uh huh. And um, anyway, they say it's a lazy acting uh, technique to do that. Have to be honest, I never noticed that I before. I have never noticed that at all. Well, now it's going to bug everybody who's listening to this, and they're not going to be able to unthink that. Oh. Uh, Mary J. Blige is the latest celebrity to get into wine. 
She has a new wine brand out. It's called Sun Goddess Wines, and uh, she's launching it soon. So she said she just wanted to add something to the world. She said give something beautiful to the world during the time of quarantine. I'm glad a good wine partner approached you, Mary J. Blige. Mm -hmm. Yes. Why not? Exactly. And she did an event to talk about this, and that event was in support of the Urban Grape Wine Studies Award, which raises money to have a person of color attend a wine school at Boston University. So very cool there. We'll be able to get that soon. Very cool. Uh, Circling back to a story that we talked about right at the top of the Dirt Alert update here in the five o'clock hour, it has been revealed that Chris Harrison is going to address his racially insensitive comments on Good Morning America tomorrow. It's a pre-taped interview with Michael Strahan. The interview's in the can. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, you were right. It was, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what Chris Harrison is going to say, but, you know, to Lori's point, you said at the beginning of the show... Yeah, what is he going to do? He's got to go all out. He's got to go all in on yeah. his apology. And uh, because ABC, they probably don't want to lose Chris Harrison. The, the people, the audience, it dropped a million people yeah. from a week ago Monday to this Women Tell All. But a lot of people don't watch the Women Tell All. But it's never dropped a million That's huge. in a week. Yeah, but it's huge. They want him to stay, so I bet... Well, they want him to stay, but like... Our, they need him to do the right thing. Something, and yep. what that is going to look like, we'll see. We'll see how... Now, Michael Strain is not a tough interview. No. I would like to see him with Robin Roberts. Yep. So what you're saying by having Michael Strahan interview Chris Harrison is they're already kind of handing him a softball... For sure. Addressing this and that they're going to let Chris Harrison say what he needs to say, apologize. And then maybe they're not going to start filming The Bachelorette at the end of March. I don't know. They'll see see what the ratings are. But this whole season is a disaster because, uh, uh, you know, Matt is not the most dynamic Bachelor. And then um, then he picks... Racist Rachel, which and then finds out everything she is, and I, you know, it's just and people feel like they know how it's ending. And we do, just kind of a bummer for the whole season. I and think then so. stupid Chris Harrison being, you know, an idiot. <sighs> well, well, what are you gonna do? Well, it's well ABC well, trying to scoop themselves and take care of it. Yeah, so I'm sure that you guys will be watching it tomorrow for and sure. Then have Holly, an opinion on I'm it. sure we'll play I it. Know, we did get a chance to even talk about Brad Pitt on the set of his new movie, Bullet Train, wearing a white t-shirt, looking off in the distance, but he's back at work. Okay, good. Looking kind of nice. Well, right. the, you know, looking a little battered, but looking a little... Vintage Scandal. All right. Like the scandal. We've got a scandal today. Well, I just thought it would be re... It was worth revisiting um, Pamela Anderson's amazing romantic <laughs> history because she did... Get married to her fifth husband. Some people call it her sixth husband, but she she married um, this guy Dan Hayhurst, which they continue to call him a bodyguard. He's not a bodyguard. He was doing home improvements for Pam at her property on Vancouver Island, and they fell in love. Yes, despite the fact that he was had a long time partner and a child and he was a stepfather but the more time he kept spending with her the more he kept saying well just stay on the island i don't Mm -hmm. want to come home and infect you honey Mm -hmm. so she ended up marrying this dan guy he's 40 and his 
long time, his five-year partner is like, you know, hey, she busted up my relationship. And I remember when I read that they had gotten married, I was just like, she's officially entering Elizabeth Taylor territory. Mm -hmm. For a number of marriages. For a number of marriages and just how the fact that nobody will hold their breath or be surprised if it doesn't work out. And she just always has an interesting love life. And if you remember... Um, the first time we ever heard about a Romana Clef novel was in 2004 when she wrote her book called Star. We loved which it. Which was loose. Somebody helped her write it and it was loosely based on her life. And it was like, oh, that's what you call a memoir, a Romana Clef, when somebody else helps you write it. Right. And it's this very kind of fictionalized version of we, your life. So she's mm-hmm. actually written four books. But she hasn't written the book, you know, the memoir, the memoir, memoir. And, you know, she's 53 years old and she's um, she's got just an incredible, incredible love life. And it has been a topic of public interest for years, going all the way back to her first marriage to rock star Tommy Lee. And she was his second wife. He he married her. after he had been married to Heather yes, Locklear, Locklear, I think. Mm-hmm. So they met New Year's Eve, 1995. They went on their first date two months later. And after four days, they tied the knot in a romantic Cancun beach ceremony. That mm-hmm. was like their first date going to Cancun. They married. That's an orgasmic haze. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yes, that is. That, that beats... That means a lot of other people's mm-hmm. orgasmic haze. And before um, uh, he walked down the aisle with Pam, he'd also then had this brief engagement to this other model. And for her part, she, of course, you know, she'd already been on Playboy. When you think of, if you go to Pamela Anderson's Wikipedia, they call her an actress, an activist, a model, a television personality and author because she's done all those things. Yes, she has. And she first got known, you know, she was famously at a, a sporting event in Canada wearing at BC Place and she was at a BC Canadian Lions football game. And then okay. she was in a Labatt's like a beer commercial. Beer. No, she was in a Labatt's t-shirt. Oh, t-shirt. And the camera. I always thought it was Labatt's. Labatt's. They couldn't couldn't go off of her. They're like, who is this gorgeous girl? They hired her as a spokesmodel that led her to move to LA, which led her to being on um, the cover of Playboy in 1990 as a playmate of the month. And she holds the record, the most Playboy covers of um, any person. Then in 91, people got to know her as Lisa and the Tool Time Girl and Home Improvement. Yes. Then she cements her status by being CJ Parker in Baywatch. So, yep. Um, going back to um, Tommy Lee, so you know they had the two. They had two boys. Uh, they had their private sex tape stolen when their electrician said Tommy Lee was um, blocking him and how much he was getting paid. They sold that the sex tape that they made on their honeymoon. It was stolen by them. They tried to stop it, and then it was sold. Pam and Tommy Lee stolen honeymoon. And then they had all kinds of violent altercations. He was arrested. She filed for divorce. He was charged with spousal uh, battery. They yep. 
they really went out in flames when they finally did break up. And then her first major relationship with Tommy, after Tommy was with this gorgeous model, Marcus Schenkenberg. I don't remember that And they were kind of the same age. They met in Europe after Marcus saved a bird from going down a toilet. And Pamela fell in instant love with him, as you know. She does. (laughs) Animal lover. Yes, she is. You'll recognize him when you see him. him. Okay, tell me his name one more time. good looking. Schenkenberg. And they were engaged for a year he, they weren't really in the public eye, but he was on her show, VIP, which was a, a, a TV oh, show we totally that she had. Yeah. Him. yeah, 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 yeah. And then three years later, after she and Marcus break up, um, she finds herself in another high-profile relationship with a rock star, Kid Rock. They begin dating in two thousand and one. They got engaged in two thousand and two. Then they broke up. Then they got back together and like they got back, they got back together and four years later got married in San Tropez. She again got married in an uh, an iconic white bikini and a sailor hat. That was in 2006. Mm -hmm. Kid went shirtless. Um, Pamela uh, said in one of her books that she had a miscarriage later that year and they had filed for divorce by November of 2006. One of the reasons that has been given is that she filmed that Borat movie yep. and Kid Rock didn't know, know it. curious about it. But remember, they, they, they get married in, in um, you know, July of 2006. Right. They're already divorced. And then he writes one of the most blistering, scathing breakup songs ever, about her called Half Your Age. Let's take a listen. Doesn't even rhyme. Oh, yeah. She's half your age and twice as hot. It yeah. doesn't even rhyme. No, the beginning so of the song, you thought you'd get the last, it's sort of melodically, you thought you'd get the last word. Well, honey, I'm a songwriter, and this is where you end and I begin. I mean, oh, it's wow. just a blistering yep. song that he writes about it. But, you know, Kid has been on the record as saying he had no regrets. I fell in love. I was a complete idiot in love for her. And I just sucked at being married. I don't know. Then she goes back to Rick Rick Solomon. Solomon. And they've had an on-again, off-again history that includes multiple marriages. That's why some people refer to Pamela Anderson as having five or six husbands. Because they got married once in October of 2007. Just a year after Kid Rock at the Mirage. Two months later, the marriage was annulled. Then they get reunited in 2013. Get married. That marriage lasts six months. They split up in July of 2014. And in between that, Rick uh, Solomon uh, makes a sex tape with Paris Hilton that she doesn't know about. And he takes advantage of her, and then um, she dated the uh, French soccer player Adley Rami. Yep, remember and, that. And then he was—he was, he was like married or in a something, something, and, but yes. it was a European yes. thing. And they broke up, but they were together for a couple of years. And then she uh, married her longtime friend John Peters yep. in January of 2020, and they split up. Eleven days later, the marriage gets annulled. And they had dated back in the 80s. I guess they were together for um, 12 days. 
and he said that he paid a bunch of money, a bunch of her bills off. Yeah. Um, she also had a very, you know, exciting um, relationship. We're talking in, about Pamela Anderson. Yeah, with Brett Michaels from 1993 to 94. It didn't last that long, but um, she was in a second sex tape with uh, Bright, uh, Brett Michaels. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And um, she uh, said in one of her books that, um, no, it was Howard Stern. She told Howard Stern, Brett Michaels likes the buffet. I wanted a la carte. I wanted one man. He yeah. wanted a buffet of women. So um, he, you know, just said they were crazy about each other, couldn't keep their hands off each other. So, yeah, we'll see if anything lasts with this uh, Brad, uh, this Hayhurst guy, um, the builder. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's no skin off Pamela Anderson's bosom that uh, he was... He in was five year relationship. Else. She can't be. She's got a. She's she's got a magic spell. She puts people in a. And, spell. and Holly, we saw her at Mister Chow's, and so I've beautiful. never seen anything so gorgeous in my life. I mean, seriously, she's that stunning. Oh, get it? Yeah, she's really get it. Stunning. Very, I'm like Lori. Omg! Look! 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 Yeah, she's that gorgeous. And you know, she was in the Dancing with the Stars around the world. She's done a lot of you know interesting things. She's never dull. And I think Mamie Dornan just like celebrated her 94th birthday or something. You know, a bo- a blonde bombshell. Yeah. Oh, maybe Van Doren. Yeah. The, yeah. And I just thought Pamela Anderson is like she's just got this intoxicating spell. But she you does. Could, yeah, she has written uh, uh, four autobiographical books, but none of those books have really gone where you want them to go, Lori. She's only fifty three. Yep. Okay, she's entered Elizabeth Taylor territory. There, she so could live five. a long, long more time. She's a vegetarian. She seems healthy. She <laughs> could be in maybe. I mean, I'm just saying. There's a lot more. There's a lot of territory left there's for her. There's a lot of territory, and uh, I She's always love hope with her love. eyebrows can grow back in. But I know that's our. That has always been our biggest thing is her eyebrows. Oh yeah, she went all 90s on yeah. those eyebrows. Yeah, and uh, she just. I just always get a kick out of her, but um, she is a fearless woman when it comes to love. Absolutely. And if it doesn't work, man, does she dump you. Yep, move or on. Or she gets dumped. Mm-hmm. But she's moving right along. All right, listen. Thank you for that. Yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be right back with the rest of the headlines. Oh, John Mayer. Oh, John Mayer. Hey, um, my talk uh, did a funny um, 
They did a little thing. Tell us you're a low J listener without actually telling us you're a low J listener on Twitter. Okay. These are the answers. Brian Orgasmic Hayes. Mm-hmm. That would be my pot line. Mm-hmm. If I had one, a cannabis mm-hmm. line, that would be what i call it. Panda said fake nipples. Mm-hmm. Jackie just wrote, that's so random. Am said, never bring a salad to Lori's Thanksgiving. No one wants to eat a salad at Thanksgiving. <laughs> they do, too. Uh, Mary, they're cheek implants. It's just random. <laughs> Leary, um, vacation boobs. Lara, love is the law. So yeah. that I like that That's game. Fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, Holly found Mamie Van Dort on Twitter. And damn, uh, Pamela Anderson would like to. I would. We'd all like to look like Mamie looks at ninety. She's um, she's she's done some things, but she looks pretty bombshell. Yeah, yeah. For ninety, she's she's wearing her short shorts and showing the cleavage, and you know, looks like she's having a good time in Orange County. You know, who I have forgotten to check in with uh, on Twitter. Not that they're really missing me, but Charo, I haven't seen what she's. Been I haven't doing. seen her. You know, our little Leslie Jordan was riding, driving, riding, riding an electrical um, horse. You know, those giddy-up, giddy-up things, and he's on an electrical horse. You know those What's things. What's an electrical horse? Well, those, like, bulls you ride, the mechanical bull. Oh. An electrical horse, mechanical bull, same thing. Dorinda but, Dorit. Yeah, like, Julia's already on her way on vacation. She's like, whatever, you know, electrical horse. Oh, yeah, those. No, this he's is... He's on a bucking bronco. I love it. Yeah. All right, so this is... This is the vintage scandal that I was obsessed with last night that I forgot to tell you about today, but I want you... Because last night, on Watch What Happens Life, Diane von Furstenberg sat down with Andy Cohen and Catherine Sadie jones mm-hmm. And one of the things she was talking about is she said, well, I was already married to a prince. Oh, have you met any royalty? Have you met any royalty? And she said she was already married to a prince. Yeah, von, so, yeah, von Furstenberg. I want... I So I went Ernst back... Von I went back something. and did... And her, she has two children from this guy. Yeah. So I went back and just looked at all the photos and how they were so 70s, Lori. Oh, my And gosh. 60s, late 60s. Yeah. That would be a great vintage scandal. I never knew she was married to a prince. Oh, yeah. And then she's been married to Barry Diller, Diller. for a long time. Mm-hmm. And they have an interesting relationship. She was, she's got a new book out calling Own It. Mm-hmm. And I, I love her. I really do, too. She's very no nonsense, and um, I and really, like that about her. What did you want to be when you grew up? He, she said, "I want to be a woman in charge." Mm-hmm. This is the early seventies, you know. So I just thought she would be someone interesting to oh, do a deep dive into. She does. She has had an interesting. She has even the fashion pictures that Andy oh. was showing of her um, at signature dress, and who were the first people that wore your dress. You know, she said Cheryl Teague, Sally McGraw, Rita Hayworth wore her wrap dress when mm-hmm. she first came out with them in the late 60s and early 70s. But this Prince one, Lori, I was just like, wow. Mm-hmm. I be- they met in 1965. That's how she got the Von Furstenberg name mm-hmm. and has never given that up. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't know that. Yeah. And I just thought, oh gosh, those are funny pictures. They're funny looking. She was very, well, she's she still was a very gorgeous woman. She's, she's got like the highest cheekbones. Really? Mm-hmm. Just absolutely. And she did a photo of herself like uh, a few months ago. She, you know, she and Barry have a yacht and they were somewhere. And she was, this is what 74 looks like in a swimsuit. It looks amazing. But I mean, she's just like wanting people to own it. Mm-hmm. 
that uh, yeah, too I'm many still... women feel ashamed of what they look like in uh, in a swimsuit or in whatever right. whatever kind of a thing, whatever your hang-up is. Yeah, I know. You know Own it. Own yeah. it, be it, do it. Just don't use a magnifying mirror times well, 20. Because you posted. <laughs> because that oh. is really, you're like looking at it. It really is I something. had one of those in our hotel in Hawaii. It oh, was I like this beautiful bathroom. magnifying thing. And I was like, ah, it's too close. It's too close. But man, you can really. Um, you can see the hairs. You can do some grooming. Yes, you can do, you can some, do some delicious. You can do some intense grooming in your eyebrow area. It's amazing. Yeah, you can take a look at the sides of your cheeks and see your if. Your chin, you, see if there's anything sprouting. Anything, that's right. Close to the lip. Those magnifying ones mm-hmm. are something. Um, yeah, because uh, I also was um, talking to the girl, Casey's daughter, my bonus daughter, yeah. and she was telling me how much she liked the People versus Billie Holiday. And um, Holly, you haven't seen that, no, have you? I yeah, because no. I think that came out when you were going on vacation. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, I go, well, I said, but you watched it with your husband, right? And she goes, yeah. I said, imagine watching that one with your dad. Oh, or your brother. Because apparently, yes. here's a warning, Holly, so you don't watch this with your dad. A lot of sex. Yeah. A lot of sex. And it's very sexual sex. My mom said it was. She goes, no, and Tommy is a straight-out porno. <laughs> yeah, not going to be watching that with any relative of any kind. Yeah, but I wouldn't have Nobody. thought about that. No, that, right? That, no. That, that Why would movie, you? Yeah, because I didn't, I mean, we we just, you know, anyway, but uh, uh, my brother said, he goes, well, if, you, if mom thought she was uncomfortable, why, why does she think I kept getting up and going to the refrigerator? <laughs> Isn't that funny? And instead of everyone just saying, this is too much, let's do this later. And DJs, sits or, there through my it. brother's yeah. husband is just singing along with all the music. <laughs> Isn't that music glorious? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did sit through the original Borat in the movie theater with my parents, but that's a different oh, kind. Right, that yeah. was a different yeah. kind of humor. That, a different kind of nudity. What's the most embarrassing movie that you watch Julia. i can't you think can. of, i really can't think of one yeah i just think of how embarrassing my dad was at a movie theater when we watched the champ <laughs> and he's like get up champ <laughs> and just crying <laughs> and sobbing oh. my dad was embarrassing <laughs> oh. not the movie have a, great right, never night, have a good everybody. night job done off you go